I'm Kimberly C. Palm. As I travel throughout each state, I realize that death is just a moment. It is how we live until that moment that matters. Finding connection with friends, family, and complete strangers. Journey with me. This is the Live Well, Die Well Tour. Well, it's really been kind of crazy with me on tour, but when I get to come home to Wilmington, North Carolina, not only to live, but also talk to people that have been in my life for a long time, because, you know, Laura, you and I have known each other, gosh, pre-kids, and now you have three? I have three. Uh, Tell me their ages again. They're 12, nine, and five, so seventh grade, third grade, and I have a kindergartner. (laughs) That is insane. It is. How did you grow up before me? Well, I don't know where all the years are going now, because (laughs) kindergartner, we were just talking the other day that she was just a baby, you know, and now she's out of the house, so. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm here today with uh, Laura Storner only because our paths are starting to cross, which is really, really exciting. So I've known you for a while prior to kids, and you left the corporate world just like me. I did. So what are you doing? First, Kim, I just want to say I'm grateful we've had the opportunity to reconnect. It's been awesome to hear your voice and see your face after so many years. And um, I really uh, admire what you've been doing. You kind of dropped everything to be a ripple effect for your cause. And that's super admirable. So, Oh, thanks. Yeah. So um, for me, I left the corporate world. It was all about kids. So, um, you know, I was working for a contract research organization and those are the companies hired to do clinical trials for pharma. Um, I was loving life. It was travel across the country, big hospitals every week and, um, new people, new things, which is awesome for a young professional. Didn't quite fit the mold for the mom and me after I had Addie. So, um, Bob and I decided I'd leave work and stay at home with her. And really, that's kind of where my personal wellness journey um, jump started. And Bob is your husband that I have known. I, I don't think I've ever known you guys without each other. So, so yep, yep. He, he's he's a funny 20 guy. Years. Yeah. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. What? Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> that is crazy. Well, you know what I love um, being on this Live Well, Die Well tour that I did um, I've discovered really closely how much we have in common. And there's so many things that that the average person doesn't realize what living well is. And what I've discovered is pretty much 80% of your health comes from what you ingest. And, you know, I was researching you, looking at what, your website, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she thinks the same thing. And, and so what are your thoughts on that? Well, um, Obviously, what we eat is crucial, right? So um, it mitigates chronic disease, it increases longevity, but it kind of does take a backseat to all those other pieces of the pie that make up make up our life. So I received training from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, and there was a thought process with that, that there's two types of food. There's primary food and there's secondary food. And so your primary food, surprisingly, isn't what's on your plate. These are your um, these are your healthy relationships, your fulfilling career, your um, activity, your exercise, um, your spiritual practice. They're the things that kind of feed your life. Um, and then 
the balance of that, when you have a healthy balance, um, you know, everything else is kind of secondary, which kind of takes you to those secondary foods. These are your um, micronutrients, your macros, the things that are necessary for the nourishment of their body. Um, But they're not the things that bring joy and meaning to your life. Um, And so currently, you know, our nation is experiencing um, a national epidemic from um, diet and lifestyle related disorders. That's your, your heart disease, your high blood pressure, your obesity, cancer. Um, and you know, obviously these are because of several factors, but in simplest form, if you look at it, um, these choices that these secondary food choices that lead to these disorders are usually deprivation of a primary food in some kind of form or fashion. Um, so, and again, that's not to undermine the importance of um, optimal eating, but um, it's really important to have that balance. So this sort of evolved because your your son uh, came out of the womb with so many kind of issues with allergy, food allergies, things like this. And so it became really personal to you of how to accommodate and, and work with his health. How, I mean, what was that like? Sure. So, you know, I think you always want the best for your family and your friends, right? And so this was um, the point in my life that really was, you know, a turning point. And so then I was driven towards this health and wellness for my child, not for me. And so I kind of relate it to, um, you know, on an airplane when they tell you you have to put your face mask on first before you can help others. And so I realized at that point that I had to do me too in order to be this, the best mom, the best wife, the best sister, the best daughter that I could be for my family. Um, so the intent for me attending the Institute for Integrative Nutrition wasn't to come out a health coach on the other end. That was never my goal. It was just to get, um, information in a really digestible format so that I could kind of implement it in my life and for my son and my my daughter at the time as well. Um, and I think, you know, if anybody's ever been diagnosed with any sort of condition or you just want to look up a health topic and you go Google it, you, you know what I mean? Because one site tells you one thing, the second contradicts it up one side and down the other. So it's really difficult to um, get a clear picture. So I was really just craving um, direction. And then IIN turned out to be this immensely wonderful experience for me. Um, and it really motivated me to, be a ripple effect in the, in the health world. Um, if I was struggling that much to put pieces together, um, based off what I could deduce from information, there's gotta be other people out there feeling the same way, trying to better themselves, but having a difficult time. And so kind of my big picture goal is if I can help one person who can in turn help someone else in another way, that's just kind of all I aim to do at this point. So So talk to me about this, this Institute that you attended because, you know, I've always been interested in nutrition and and what's easy is there's certain foods that even now that I love that makes me feel like shit, but Mm -hmm. yet there's, and so what is that, what is that element of, was it hard to become a nutrition or are you, are you a nutritionist? I should say. So I am a certified integrative nutrition and holistic health coach, um, different from a registered dietitian or um, a a nutritionist per se. Um, 
And IIN provided a lot of dietary theory. Um, so we learned, you know, hundreds of dietary theories. And like you said, some things just don't make you feel good, but that's different than, you know, your neighbor and your friends, you know, what works for you doesn't work for everyone. And so really what IIN um, proposes and helps and, you know, drives home is that um, everyone's different. It's this theory of bioindividuality and, um, you know, what works for you, what drives you, what motivates you in these um in life in terms of relationships and career and creativity is going to be different from somebody else and how food affects you is going to be different from somebody else, but they've all play into this bigger picture of health for you. I love that. And I, you know, it totally makes sense. Uh, we, before we started recording, we started talking about Chris Carr a little bit about how, you know, crazy, sexy cancer. She was diagnosed with cancer at a very, I guess in her thirties, New York actress. And then she changed her whole diet and created something that was working for her. But it all was about new, like what she was ingesting, what, she, sure. what worked for her. And, and that's something similar with what you have experienced with your son, with you. Um, but talk to me a little bit about what does that mean? Health coach. Um, you know, do you, if I work with you, would you plan something for me um, and how, how, how would that plan go? Um, how would we start? Sure. So, um, health coaching itself is, is based on, um, evidence-based clinical interventions, right? So that includes motivational interviewing, positive psychology, trans theoretical method of change. Like there's novels on, on this, right? Um, so the client is the expert on themselves. So I don't know you better than you know you as a health coach. I'm here to facilitate um, sustainable change through increasing your self-efficacy. So um, the client will utilize, identify, and build on their own strengths um, to get towards a goal. And so that goal ultimately plays in your larger vision, which is what where you want to be in life. Um, goals are different for every client. And they can change over the course of a program. That's totally okay. Well, what is the perfect client? Is it is it someone like me? Um, good question. So I don't see there being a perfect client. So everybody's different. So we all have our own, um, again, this plays into that theory of bioindividuality. So Kimberly, so say we're the same age, we live on the same street, parenting style is similar. Um, we eat the same foods, we go to the same schools, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And so our internal and external factors are going to affect us totally differently, despite the fact we are growing up in a similar way. Um, so for example, um, say we each have a death in our family. Um, it might send me into a downward spiral of depression for you. It might motivate you to go out and reach out to those other family members that you haven't spoken to in a long time. So it's just different for everybody. And similarly, as a health coach, no two plans for clients are going to ever look the same. Um, and it's, you know, it's really just totally tailored to you, what your specific goals are, what your, um, you make the decisions in our relationship and it's totally not a plug and play situation. Um, and you know, I can't really think of any one person who wouldn't want to make, um, changes for the better in their life. You know, that could be career change. It could be something as simple as getting that, those eight ounce glasses of water in a day. And, um, you know, that's kind of where a health coach comes in. It's the accountability, helping you to identify those little steps that it takes to get to, um, your big goals. So I need you. Uh, let's do it. I, let's do it. Yeah. 
I want, I want to hire you. I really need really badly accountability in my life. Sure. I mean, um, Don't I would we love, okay. I think, I think I really do want to work with you because it, it's, I need your knowledge and I don't have that. Um, but so what I'm thinking, especially working in Wilmington and, and working with hospice and, and things like this, I, we always had like doctor refers patients to us. Do physicians and healthcare providers, can they refer to someone like you? Oh, absolutely. And vice versa. So, um, there's situations that fall outside my scope of practice all the time in which I refer, especially in the mental health arena. Um, I refer out to physicians. Um, and as a health coach, I cannot diagnose, prescribe, or treat clients. That should be done under the care of a physician. Um, and I'm happy to work with physicians directives. I have several clients who we work alongside their current existing conditions um, with the other physicians have mandated a plan. Um, and that's, you know, that's great. So um, what we found is, unfortunately, in the healthcare system, you know, physicians can't spend as much time as they want to with every patient. Um, and a health coach can kind of bridge that gap. So whether it's in their actual clinic setting or outside the office, um, you know, health coaches can build that one-on-one -on -one relationship that can help make these sustainable life changes and, you know, really um, figuring out the root cause of your ailment, help mitigate the symptoms in the meantime, but then figuring out a way to um, get that underlying goal or issue resolved. And, um, you know, coaching research has shown that the quality of the coach-client relationship is the best predictor of the client's success. Do you feel like this is, this is going to radically change? Like I call it disease management system, our healthcare, because I feel like every, everybody needs someone like you, especially, I mean, do you help people with an exercise plan and even along that as well? Sure. So, um, you know, again, we, you, you drive, you are the driver of what your goals are. So if you come and say, um, you know, my goal is just to maximize your potential. Um, so that's kind of connecting the dots between where you are and where you want to be. Um, and in that say, um, you come and say, I want to exercise more. So what does that look like? That's, you know, what's worked well in the past for you? What have you really, really enjoyed doing for exercise? Um, how many days would be your ultimate goal and what would be the least amount you would want to do in the day? Do you like to listen to music? Do you like to listen to a podcast? You know, who's your accountability at home that can help motivate you to get to the gym and get your goals done? Um, how do you get motivated to get up and do it before work versus hitting this news button? And, you know, what does success look like for you? You really um, do know me. <laughs> it's so true. And you know what? I found that if, if I don't do it first thing in the morning, my day gets away from me. And of sure. course, I, I, I'm a big fan of, of Italian wine in the evening. And so, I, you know, it's like once that five o'clock happens, I'm ready for a glass of wine and to relax. I'm not interested in going to lift weights. Sure. No, we all have our like, you know, our day planned out right and the things that we expect to get done. And so that's another part of it is what happens. How can you give yourself grace when you get to that five o'clock mark and you haven't gotten your exercise in, you know, at that point, what do you do? So, you know, part of me relates this to, um, new year's resolutions, right? So it's kind of like groundhog day every year we come to new year's Eve with the same set of goals. And it's, um, you know, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be more present. I'm going to reach out to my friends. I'm going to 
travel, whatever your goals are. It's the same thing every year. And it's interesting because we go into it full throttle, right? And then we hit that burnout before the end of January because we haven't identified those little tasks that it takes to get to the bigger goal. And so you kind of set yourself up for failure in the beginning because you're just not prepared to, um, to tackle it in the best, in the, you know, the most conclusive manner. Well, you know, I, I've, I've had to rationalize stuff in my own mind, which can be dangerous, but I do feel <laughs> like, yeah, um, I do feel like, you know, meditating and, and having a ritual in the morning is best for me. And I, my uh, cousin, uh, Betsy, that I, she's, uh, a, I guess she is a personal coach and exercise fiend. And she, she says it like this, it goes, you know, if you brush your teeth, um, every, you know, three or four weeks, you're going to have issues. You're never going to see results, but if you brush your teeth every day, you don't sometimes recognize what you're doing. It's those little things that make the big change. No, I love that. That's a great analogy. Yes. And that's making it, that's a sustainable change that people are looking for, right? Right. Because, you know, when, <laughs> just like the other day, getting back into my house, I lifted weights in my home gym here and I was sore the next day. I was just like, maybe I need a day off already. You know, it's like, <laughs> how to, <laughs> it's so bad. But, you know, you, I spend more time in my own mind making excuses of why I don't want or shouldn't do that instead of, okay. I've wasted 30 minutes when I could have had a nice workout. Um, And it does, it does things for me mentally, totally mentally. It's, and if I do it in the morning, it sets the day. I notice when I work out in the morning, even if it's for just 30 minutes, it sort of dictates even my whole food regimen. Sure. Makes sense. Well, no, yeah, that and I love that you have this morning routine. I think that's great. There's, you know, a lot of uh research that shows that that increases your productivity through the day and it decreases that, you know, cortisol release, that fight or flight in the morning that sets yourself up for that, you know, c- you know, calmer demeanor during the day and um yes, yeah, so I and you know, you have to evaluate what does weight lift weight weightlifting do for you? What is the outcome of that? You know, what um why are you talking yourself down from it? Cause what is the other thing that you're doing that, you know, is taking that the place at that time. So, um, yeah, it just has to be priority for you in a, in a real goal. So how do people work with you? I mean, is this covered under insurance or is this like a private pay or do you do packages? How in my mind can I work with you and set that up? Sure. So um, I'm excited to say that as of January 2020, health coaches now have CPT codes. So these are the um, American Medical Association uh, publishes medical codes for um, for uh, uh, procedures to be billable. Really? Yes. So now health coaches have the opportunity to sit for a national board certifying exam for health and wellness coaches, which allows us our services to be billable, which is really exciting. So I am taking that next Tuesday. Lots of good vibes and love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Totally send them. Yes. Um, so currently, um, right now it is uh, private for me, but there are a lot of health coaches that work with physicians. Um, we actually have, I don't know if you have heard of, uh, Dean Ornish. He's, um, uh, cardio, he's a, um, cardiologist. uh, cardiologist that works nationwide across the country and really? he has a clinic here at New Hanover. Um, and he has health coaches on staff, um, 
for his patients. So I it's, love it's really that. exciting. Yeah. So the, the industry is definitely picking up. Um, it has exciting things on the horizon. So, so you can, you do you work with people via zoom, especially with all this COVID and the global pandemic. I mean, how, how is that working with you or do you work face to face with individuals or both? Both. So I can really, um, whatever format the client, um, or group desires. Um, most of my clients post COVID have gone to, um, phone sessions, which is working out really well. Um, I'm happy to meet in person. That's, you know, if that's your preference, I do have a couple of clients that meet in person still, and we just, you know, obviously follow executive order. Um, and then I have a couple out of town clients that have always been via phone and that works just fine. Phone and text. Um, and then Facebook classes. So intermittently I'll run some Facebook classes that can accommodate larger groups. Wow. So tell me how people can find you. I mean, I have your number. So, I mean, I'm, and I'm really serious. I, I want to work with you. I need, I need accountability. All right. Well, call me when you're ready. I'd love that. Um, so I have a Facebook page. It's at Sterner Integrative Wellness or um, through my website at laurasterner.com. And so for more information, they can just check out your website, um, any local physicians, even other physicians. It's uh, actually, it really is about finding someone that you work well together. Absolutely. And I might not be the right health coach for you, right? It's totally about that relationship. And if, if we can, um, build that then perfect because the, evidence-based research shows that that is the best predictor of client outcomes. And I have a, you know, a whole host of colleagues. So if, if I'm not it for you, let me know. We can, we can find somebody who fits your um, goals and personality style. That's totally, my goal is to, um, you know, just bring a higher level of well-being for you. And if it's not through me, then let's find the person that can do that for you. You know, I, I've known you for a while. And I, you were born to do this. You have oh. the greatest personality to be. And it, the, the awesome thing is your son motivated you to even look at yourself and what you were doing. So this is your personal story. This is your calling, I feel. I mean, I'm so excited for you. Oh, thank you, Kimberly. No, I love it. I found so much joy in it and so much joy in watching other people um, just find themselves and find a quality of life they haven't had before. It's just really, really, um, inspiring to watch other people, um, hit goals and do things for themselves. So I love it. But, but before I let you go though, tell me what is your routine? Um, so, um, morning I get up early because I try to hit off the crazy that happens when the kids are getting ready for school. Sure. Sure. Um, so, um, and that involves packing their lunches usually to a podcast or something along those lines. Cause just keep it quiet. Um, you know, I typically do a smoothie in the morning. I get my exercise in, in the morning, start the day similar to how you feel felt about getting sure. knocked out. Um, and then, you know, it's usually clients through the day and, um, extracurriculars at night. So you, you have a full schedule with three kids and well, I should include four kids. With Bob, Bob. Yeah. I have for sure. <laughs> Again, give give us your website one more time. It's uh, laurasterner.com. And if anyone ever has any topics they'd like discussed, you know, not even um, with me directly, just, you know, drop a, drop a question on the Facebook page and I'm happy to throw some info out um, or hit that, you know, more direct. So 
Well, I am definitely going to call you. Um, I really, I really want to have a health coach um, because I do believe living well really opens the door to so many things. And of course, dying well is important to me and how, how that spectrum happens, you know, especially with COVID, this pandemic, everyone's thinking about how can I live well? It doesn't mean, you know, and, and you're, and you're right. It's like, that means so different to whoever is interpreting that. And so I am definitely going to buzz you. Um, we're going to do coffee and I want, uh, you to come back so you can tell my listeners that I am actually doing this. Um, we're going to talk about your goals. Yeah, we got, we got you girl. (laughs) Yeah. Live well to die well. But I also feel, you know, it's, it's really important that we realize how fragile life is, especially during this time. Um, so yeah, it's about living well for me. Totally. Well, and there's um, a growing disparity between, you know, lifespan is the amount of life years you live, right? But health span is the quality and the health of those lives. And there's just this growing disparity between um, the two because people are getting, you know, diagnosed with chronic illnesses earlier and earlier in life. And I think you are promoting a, an event coming up where um, I guess the ba- there's more baby boomers aging up than there are children turning five. Yeah. And it's like, that's crazy in itself. But then also how are those folks living? What is their quality of life at this point? And are they doing the things for themselves to, to get them to a place where they're aging gracefully and well and loving their grandchildren up to the last minute and that kind of thing. So I I do think that it's super important. Well, it's about quality, right? And quality is absolutely hooked to your health. And if, if you, I mean, I, I don't want to go into the hospital. That's where sick people are. And so if I can change how I eat and how I, um, treat myself and my body, um, to live a better quality of life, then that's, what's important to me. Absolutely. And I'm so thrilled that you're going to, you're going to totally pass this exam next week and you're going to, you can actually bill. And this is going to open up a lot of opportunity for health coaches. I had no idea that physicians were utilizing health coaches the way they are, which is exciting. No, it's a growing industry and it's so exciting and exciting to see that the trend is trending towards health and um, advocacy for yourself and um, awareness. You know, a lot of times it's just, I don't think it is. um, I think it's naivety for the most part, just not knowing being told one thing by a food industry, but it, you know, leading you down a path that, um, you know, requires a lot of interventions on the other side. So um, it's exciting. It's exciting where this is going. And I I hope that more people can um, benefit in some way, form or fashion from um, health coaching and the services that it has to offer. Well, I look forward to our coffee and I'm absolutely going to promote Uh, what it is and what you're doing. I think it's amazing. And I think that it has been something that has been really needed throughout the healthcare system, in my opinion. So I look forward to working with you. My new health coach. Great. Me too. Yay. (laughs) Um, Well, look, thank you so much. It's so great to, to, I love Zoom because now I get to see people when I record, but I just, it's so good to see your face. Oh my gosh. You too, Kimberly. Thank you so much for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. And I will be in touch. I can't wait. All right, girl. Have a good day. Take care. You too. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. And remember, you're the designer. This podcast is produced by Jason Andre with Seven Season Films. If you're interested in telling your story via podcast, look him up. You can find him at sevenseasonfilms.com.